listening to The Walkout on the Giggles Live Radio Network. And once again, we were talking off the air a little bit and uh, got sidetracked as the song was wrapping up. You know how we do, bro. We always do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're uh, sorry about the, the elbow space here. We've got the one of the card cases for our big uh, sports card expo that's coming up on March 19th and um, over there at the Ventura County Fairgrounds. But we've got one of the displays kind of putting together here and it's sitting right here on the on the studio table so and i might say brother this is really really nice um there's like a lot of history in in this one case um a lot of old cards man you know it just took me back the nostalgia of seeing what he has um is really really cool bro yeah, we have uh, cards of our buddy Chris Beal, real deal Chris Beal in there. Yes, we do. It, that was the thing that shocked me. Um, I seen that, and Chris, that's really cool, bro. I just have to say that to see you on a UFC Tops card, um, that's just like stuff you get to show to your kids, bro. Like, um, yeah, he, I don't know. He it's, even mentioned that on the show that he was like, he was like talking about that as being one of those cool things where he was like, man, I was on a tops card. Like, yes. I was on a tops UFC card. Yeah. It's, it a, that's cool. a, you know, it's yeah. a big deal, man. That's part of history. Um, yeah. Part of history. That's so cool. No, it is. Yeah. That's really cool. So, yeah. How you doing, bro? I'm doing good, man. I'm uh, under a lot of pressure with this expo, not too far away, but I'm more excited than anything, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, there's things that I wish I would have done better, and there's things that I'm really glad that I did. And right. I'm just I'm just excited more than anything, though. I really am. Got to get the first one out of the in the books exactly in, in order to know what the in order to know what the trajectory really is. You know, for sure. And that's normally how with a lot of new things, you just go ahead and you you jump right into it, mm-hmm. and then uh, you work out the kinks. The problem is not doing it at all. Yeah. You right. know, you're never going to know. And, uh, you know, mentioning that, it's crazy because since the year started, um, I, I made sure not to to put it out there. Because, you know, when you tell people your plans, most of the time they kind of foil or something happens. You speak before you do it and then it doesn't happen and then you look bad. So I wanted to do something um, for a very long time. And that was opening a a shop. That my brother has. My brother has my fight shop in Houston. Right. I wanted to open that here. So in the beginning of the year, I started going to do all the back process of getting the business started. And your brother is official. Oh, wow. So now at this point, and me, it's going to be a great thing for me, you, and a lot of my friends around me because this I can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. Um. So this thing is going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to start from the bottom and literally work my way up of course the store is going to have all types of martial arts things accessories uh i'm talking you know boxing gloves mma gloves puffies uh you know jujitsu gear um wrestling gear uh nunchucks oh i'm so excited you know punching bags speed bags um clothing and this is, you know, fight clothing, you know, stuff that you can wear out in the streets and, and you know, it's it's nice stuff. It's not, you know, right. it could be used for training, but it, it's not. It's it's clothes to wear. So, um yeah, a lot of companies I'm going to, you know, my brother, I love him to death. He is, um, you know, it's it's his shop. It's his dream. He, it, just me seeing it, 
is what I fell in love with. I just, you know, I always told him, brother, you're doing such a great job and it's amazing. And I love you so much. And I asked him that I wanted to do it. And he said, yeah, you know, of course, I, you know, who, who else would I want to, you know, have, you know, carry on this, you know, family thing. That's and I was like, so awesome. So, yeah, I just, you know, you know, it's really cool to even have the stuff behind the scenes. I don't have a store. I don't have any of those things, but I have everything official to where I can go now start to go and get products. And, you know, that's the first part. So I'm just going to start from the ground up and, uh, and we're just going to see where it goes, bro. Oh, congratulations. I'm excited for you, man. Thank I can't you, wait. I'm super <laughs> excited. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. It's going to be cool, man. You know, you're going to be right there with me. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and I can't wait. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's, it's just been a long time coming. There's like, uh, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who are in need of like products that express them. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a bag, you know, if you were to open up my training bag right now, you know, I got a cool UFC venom bag that I got from my brother. Cause you know, of course he went to the UFC and they always give you those cool bags. So yeah. He hooked me up. He's like, here you go, bro. Inside that bag, I have everything that personalizes Mark the Menace. So I have, you know, fair text, uh, MMA, you know, gloves to use. I have shins from fair text. I have, you know, boxing glove, Muhammad Ali boxing gloves. I have some other MMA gloves. I got puffies. I have wraps. I have mouthpieces. I have all these things inside this, this bag. But if anything I break out expresses me, right. When I put it on, it expresses me. So that's the vision of, my brother's store that I that I got. It's like, wow, this place allows you to to accessorize yourself in a way that you see fit for you. Right. I like that. That's I like that a lot. That's the that's the vision. Because a lot of you'll go to a lot of gyms and they'll have like a few shirts with their logos on it yes. or whatever, or maybe some of their fighters or whatever. Yes. Or you could go to Big Five and get a bunch of Everlast stuff. You're, you're or, done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that that's where your options kind of are, that's really. It. That's it. Or you can travel uh, to LA and, you know, there's a... There's not, definitely not a shop like the shop that I intend to have, mm-hmm. but you can buy gear. Yeah. But it's not the gear that I'll attend to have. None of that. And it's not at one. It's not all in one stop. That's nope. the main pro- uh, thing here. Is yeah. It's, you're gonna get it all in one place. All in one place, man. So, I'm I'm pumped. I'm charged up just at the thought of having the store one day. You know, I'm a I'm a business now, but mm-hmm. just the thought of having a store that I can walk in and. All those products are up and people oh, could come in and buy mouthpieces and hand wraps that they want. And like, oh, this shirt's dope. I want this shirt. Or, you know, somebody comes in and they see, you know, boxing gloves from, you know, I mean, the boxing gloves I'm going to have in there. And it'll be amazing. They won't just be, oh, I bought some blue Everlast ones. Mm-hmm. Like you said, no, there's, they, they'll, they're... Your options are blue Everlast, red Everlast, or black Everlast. That's, that's it. crazy. That's where I started. <laughs> I mean, crazy thing is, is when I started fighting, I actually, that's what I had. That's what I broke out. Because I didn't, I mean, you know, I was just like, they said I needed, you know, boxing gloves and some MMA gloves. I just went into Big Five because I didn't, you know, just grab just what you said. Yeah. Some Everlast ones, and they busted in like a year. Yeah. And, then, you know, I did go get more and. 
So that, I think that's the vision, just to have really cool products and stuff to that that allows fighters and to express yourself. Man, I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm with you, bro. <laughs> I'm with you. It's going to be cool. So, it is going to yeah, be I was, cool. Yeah, you know, I wanted to share that with you, bro, and and um, and let people know that <clears throat> soon enough, you know, it'll be. I can't wait. I can't wait to be a part of it. That's yeah. A, I'm just thinking it's such gonna, a cool thing. We're going to have all, we're going to have the, the avenue to do a lot of stuff from this store. Yeah. For sure, I'm stoked. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, are you gonna? Are you gonna um, also? Are you gonna kind of be like a franchise of your what your brother's doing? Or are you, mm-hmm. gonna, you are so you're gonna kind of like try to do? <clears throat> so, my brother, he his vision was to, of course, it's, he's gonna turn into LLC so that we, you know, you can just keep opening, you know, stores in different regions and different places, and so. Um, you know, his store in Houston is hella successful. Mm-hmm. Another crazy part of this is our cousin Kevin Holland uh-huh. is supposed to be wanting to open one down in like the Dallas area oh, oh. of Texas. Mm-hmm. So that's another already another store that is possibly in the works that my brother's, you know, working on with my my cousin Kevin Holland. So that's just, you know, it's already starting that Thing, you know, if it happens, there's would be three locations already in different places. Wow, that's cool. So, and that. and and it's you know it's 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 a the way you would say it is it's a it's almost like it's a boutique. Mm-hmm. The way it looks, it's like you walk in and you're just like, whoa, what what's all of this cool stuff I never seen before? Mm-hmm. It's like a boutique. You walk into a store and you can just you just want to buy everything. Right, right, yeah. So, I love it. So we're gonna have some fun. We're, we're, we're gonna have some fun, bro. I can't wait. Speaking of oh, fun, sure. did you watch the the card over the weekend? So <clears throat> it was uh, my lady's birthday on that actual day. Uh huh. So we just had had it at the house, and I watched it, bro. And uh, I I enjoyed the preliminary card. Did you do a? Did you do like a candlelight dinner? But you had her back to the TV, and you had the t- <laughs> you <laughs> you had the TV off when she sat down, but it kind of turned on, and she didn't realize it. Well, yeah, you know the crazy thing like- is the TV was was on. Um, I didn't have. The, I think there was music on because she had some of her friends. We had some yeah. know, friends over and stuff. So she she didn't want it to be the TV overpowering music. Yeah, for of course her not. Yeah, so I was like. Okay, and that's understand. You don't have to have Joe Rogan and Daniel Cormier talking right. to you the whole time, anyway. You're right, bro. You really, I guess you didn't. I guess this is my first time ever no- noticing that I didn't have the sound at all, and mm-hmm. just kind of watched it. Uh, good matches, bro, from the early pre- prelims all the way up. Yeah, all the way up. Yeah, this just uh, there was I, tons I missed of people the, fought. I was bummed because I missed the the Tabitha Ricci fight. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, I bro. missed that I one. Knew that it. was pretty. That was a little earlier in the night, and I, yeah, we, she, I saw uh, I had seen that she won. She did on uh, social media, and that's when I was like, oh yeah, that fight's tonight. And that's yeah. when I when I plugged in and and uh, yeah, started watching after that. She she's eight and one right now, bro. She's so that was another sub in round two. So representing Ventura, and she uh, her sub was uh, over uh, Jessica Penne, who's a, yeah. a sub artist herself. Yes, bro. Yeah. She straight up sub Jessica. And Jessica's been out for a little while, maybe? Yeah. Or at least not super active the last several years. She's yeah, we haven't seen her in, 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 in quite some time. So, yeah, you're right. That that was a, 
That was pretty crazy. I see her cornering Angela Hill more than I see her in in the octagon. Because she's she's always in Angela Hill's corner. And she probably, you know, normally when you're a fighter, when you feel like you're on your way out the other way, you definitely should grab up a coaching job somewhere. Yeah. You you start to pick up other fighters who haven't been there. Because this is the one thing that you have one up on a coach who hasn't fought is good. Mm-hmm. But he that he or she has never got in the ring, so they don't know what that feels. They have a lot of technical knowledge that they they picked up from just training, but they're not fighters, so they never fought. You being an actual fighter who knows what it feels to get in there, you can explain emotion. You can explain the feeling you're going to have. You can also tell them, you know, teach them and train them in the art so that they can, you know, use that when they get in the ring as well. So you're getting... Um, you know, you're kind of getting uh, a, a different type of coach when you have a coach who definitely fought in the ring and knows what that is feeling like and can convey that to you. Right. Can a coach, like, overcoach? Could a coach, like, almost, uh, like, does a coach kind of have to watch that how much they speak so that they don't, like, you know, overwhelm the fighter or maybe I, I want I want to say annoy like cause I could yeah. I could see somebody barking at you would get mm-hmm. annoying. Yeah, so I am okay with um taking orders because I this is my mentality with the coach. I always just kind of look at him like I'm a soldier and so he is like my uh he's my commander, he's my captain, he's whatever. So he's like he, I put my trust in you that you're going to walk me through this battle. Mm-hmm. But not everybody's like that. I had to make myself think that way so that somebody could tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, I was a person who, you ain't going to tell me nothing. Right. I don't <laughs> like anyone telling me shit. Yeah. So I literally had to program and tell myself, listen, you know, this person is your commander. You're, you know, it's like you're in the military. You're being told and you need to do it or else, you know, we're not going to win the battle. Mm-hmm. So that's why I go into it, and you do have to kind of watch how much you you know, or in, and what you tell your student. Um, some people are not; <clears throat> some people you can't cuss at them. Mm-hmm. So you have to talk to them in a certain manner, or you scare them. Right. And they and they like can possibly not want you to train them. Mm-hmm. And but I'm a coach who you know I don't walk around cussing. You guys get the no. But if I want to express something to you and I want you to get the the vibe of what I'm saying, I'll be like, hey, when you throw this one too, I mean, I need you to throw this one too like you want to knock my fucking head off. Right. And, you know, their eyes get big like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. I'm not, you know, I, it's, I want you to yeah. fucking. Yeah. That's, that's what I mean by, you know, you got to watch how you talk to your fighters. And then sometimes once you get to know them very well, yeah, you know, you, you can you tell them whatever you want. You think a coach kind of does have to listen and does have to like kind of understand because you because th- I think about personal trainers and they have to kind of understand what kind of injuries you're up against and what your limitations are. Right. So I think of a coach having to you know they have to understand that communication. They have to understand. In order to communicate well with somebody, you have to like kind of listen to them and see the way they communicate to you. True, true. So I think a good coach is also a good listener. Very much. So when I first started, you know, Ben, you know, I love my coach. He's awesome. Um, 
that's what he was. He 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 taught me a lot of shit. I knew a lot of stuff already, but the the thing that he did that grabbed me was that he became my coach. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's and I always think this like if a person grabs you and says, "I see something in you that is just like." I really want to work with you. Mm-hmm. That's a great feeling, bro. Like right. I don't know, you know, and, and I I'm not speaking for every fighter, but I believe that there are some fighters who a coach came to you and told you that he wanted to invest his time in you, and that meant the world to you. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I feel. It's like um, a coach is like an important person. You know, you're literally taking your time to teach somebody else something they have no idea. It's a very trusting position, wow. that's for sure. For sure. Yeah, you know. So I, I'm um, I'm learning more. Sorry, my peeps, that just, I thought I had turned that down. That might have been mine. Oh, okay. Might have been. Where's my Yeah, I think, I think, I don't know. Might All right, been. so. Yeah, that was probably mine. <clears throat> this is on. I'm, lear- <laughs> I'm learning um, that I, I want to be an educator. And that's what you are. That's, that is what I was looking about saying, you know, I wish I knew you when I was younger because you're it's like you're, you're an educator. I listen to your your you know when all your IG stuff and you literally teach people stuff about the game, the sports they probably never knew ever. Well, it's because I'm I, I recently started becoming kind of a student of a lot of um, you know older stories that right. have kind of histories kind of forgotten, and as I'm seeing these remarkable stories like. The batter getting killed by the pitcher and the the you know the really? Hall of Fame there was a hall and there was the Hall of Fame player crazy one more recently his name is El, Ed Delahanty and this happened a long long time ago in the nineteen I think it was like nineteen twenties um, he <laughs> he was on a train and he was really drunk ended up getting kicked off by the Niagara Falls got into a fight with like a security guard over on the bridge and then ended up falling and they found his body at the bottom of the Niagara Falls, like a Hall of Fame baseball player in the middle of his career. Like, wow. So bro. insane that you would like, this is something that it's such a big deal that you would think that that's one of those com- more of a common lore. Like a, a, you would think that's a story people would kind of know. For you know? sure. Everybody knows all these goofy little stories about a little old lady living in a shoe. There was a real life Hall of Fame level baseball player he was a great ball player in the middle of his career died falling over the niagara falls isn't that and nobody knows about, about it yeah see that's what i'm talking about like <laughs> an educator bro out here with knowledge to educate people on stuff you don't know and i feel like there's 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 these stories that are so remarkable that history shouldn't be forgetting them and i feel so i starting to feel a little bit of a responsibility so while i'm also getting excited and i'm constantly digging and digging and i'm learning all these things i'm also feeling like man i've got to share some of this stuff and a lot of times i'll like back up like i did i have a video on my phone i haven't posted it yet but it's about the book that i read months ago because i remembered i there was some stuff in my recap that i really wanted to share with people about you know the 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 baseball player specifically the, the story where the pitcher killed the 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 batter with the pitch it happened in 1920 well the batter was a real popular player for cleveland and he was replaced by a guy, a really young kid who was not ready to t- fill that position. And he ended up doing fine and ended up eventually being a Hall of Famer himself, beside the point. Right. Um, but uh, th- 
the Cleveland Indians ended up going on to win the World Series that year. And it was the first time they had ever won the World Series. This is after the, their player had been killed by a pitch. And, they've, and they only won the World Series twice ever. Wow. And it's a, a franchise that's been in existence for 120 years. Let me see who this is real quick. Hold on. All right. All right, we're back. That was uh, I took a phone call. See, the expo's coming up very soon, mm-hmm. and right now I'm I'm just getting ready to draw the diagram of the tables. Right. So when somebody calls in and they're like, "I've got a table," that makes me happy because I can add it to my diagram now, and I don't. If I send in my diagram, which I plan on doing the day after tomorrow, if I send in my diagram and then they're saying they need tables after that, then it's going to be a big pain because then I got to call them and say add a boom ba boom a doom da doom da doom yeah so this is good this is a good thing that was a good call yeah very good that was definitely a good call so everybody you guys you know send out the good jujus the good bugs out there because uh brother needs those yes send send that good luck out there man yeah so thank you jim for your phone call thank you jim putting uh getting the table yes he did yeah i think he said he's got uh pokemon and was it hot wheels or something along the line he's got star wars that kind of cool stuff man my son i bought that kid so many hot wheels i he was my last kid so i made sure hook him up i bought him he had I'd say at least a thousand cars, you know, but they weren't old school. They, you know, they were the newer ones and we still had a lot, but I think we have a couple of people that are selling Hot Wheels at the show. So I think that's going to be really They're cool. They're probably going to have some really, really cool ones from back in the day. Yeah. I can already imagine. I can imagine. I like the, um, Tommy was collecting the Star Wars hybrid Hot Wheels where they were kind of like Star Wars themed where it would be oh, like yeah. a Darth Vader car yeah. and all that stuff. And yep. those were pretty cool. So yep. I, like I remember those for sure. Yeah, but yeah, we were so we were talking a little bit about uh, UFC, yeah, uh, and we were we were still way early in the prelims because we were talking about uh, yeah Ventura resident Tabitha Ricci and Girl her Ricci won her yeah. things the prelims so the prelims the crazy thing was Garbrandt was supposed to fight Julio Arce but that got canceled but they, he still fought because he fought uh, Tre- Trevin Jones Cody fought yeah oh did he he Boy, won yeah, he won he looked good too. nice good he, he looked good man i was i was i'm uh, a big fan of no love i like him i, like I mean him. he's a sacramento guy yeah he's a, he, i like him he's cool and he, yeah. you know, he, he's, a, he's a scrapper um Derek brunson fought but he lost so he fought uh driscus depletus hmm, okay yeah diff, he, he 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 uh ko'd him oh no <laughs> he gassed out man he 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 was gassing me that's the way he looked he just kind of maybe it just wasn't his Right now, something was up. He Brunson was knocked out by was in Ghana or somebody like that. Or yeah. I remember, yeah, yeah. Kind of was. So now, so now we, we 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 move on to the main card, which there was only the two fights that meant something to me were Alexa Grasso and Shevchenko, and I was going for Shevchenko. She got subbed, and I just don't know. Wow. I mean, <coughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I thought I thought that she, you know, 
I thought she would have had some good groundwork. I think she ain't just a stand-up person, right? No, no. She's known for improving anything, any perceived weakness in her game. She's known for improving on it. The very bizarre thing about that fight was uh, was Shevchenko's tweet afterwards. She said um, something to the effect of, I was dominating the fight. I just got caught. <laughs> like, you were dominating the fight. She was getting touched up. She wasn't even winning the fight like i don't think yeah. i don't think there's even an argument for her even winning the, like i don't I, you know i mean I, I wouldn't even say necessarily that alexa was dominating she was winning but i don't yeah. i wouldn't even necessarily th- say that yeah, but, right but for valentina to say she was dominating it's like yeah, a very like, bizarre like yeah, maybe she, she was in dictionary or something yeah she she definitely was that's not the case <laughs> um <clears throat> excuse me um but round four uh yeah, she got she got subbed, and that was kind of hard to swallow. Uh, but then our man came out, John Jones, and um, that that this is weird. The fight, for, that whole fight was weird. It was by the weird. way, weird. It was like something so weird. He comes out, and he doesn't even walk in the cage yet because they're trying to fix something on his foot or something. Yeah, it's his wrapped tape. her. Yeah. So it was just like that was weird. I was just like, what's going on? You know what that was, right? No. Okay, yeah, that's right. You didn't have the volume. So what he what it was was, you know, he had the broken toe that's been he's had problems with for years and years. Okay. He has a tape that he used a, a certain tape that he uses and it's not um it's not uh, approved by the commission or whatever. Oh. So he has to use the UFC tape. And the problem with the UFC tape, the the tape that they use is it slides off of of, of your feet. And so he he like it falls off. And so he's he was having problems with that, and so that's what they did. They were making him take that tape off of his feet and tape it with the crappy tape. Oh wow! Yeah, so that's what that was all about. <laughs> even right. Why wouldn't they just let him tape his foot up? Like, what 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 is he? What what tape that does he have that's so different that would cause anything? Like, wh- I don't know. The only thing I could think of is maybe the. Uh, you know that there's a, a, a like a grit, like a sandpaper grit. Oh, maybe that could be you, right, maybe bro? Maybe that, maybe rough edges. I don't know, You're right. but yeah, it does seem like it right. seems Sorry, like a that, bizarre thing for them to have a issue with. But makes a lot more sense. But yeah. he gets in, the fight starts. He, he you know, he, he you know, he's, he's visibly bigger than we've ever seen him. It wasn't like he was cut or any of that. He was kind of. You know, yeah, he didn't look. It was, no, yeah. he, he I looked, thought he looked like a slug. That's exactly what something. I thought, so, all right, Dad Bod Jones. So now I, there's two things I'm looking at. I'm like, what's going on with this fucking foot, broken toe, or some shit? And you know, he's coming in there. He's rather big and flabbed, but okay, whatever. Let's go. Gets kicked in the groin. Doesn't take too much off time to get back in there. So weird. I was just a. And Surogan is a perfect name because he was gone. He was not at that fight. He wasn't it at was that fight. So weird. He threw one right hand overextended, and it was like John Jones was in the fucking matrix. Took this guy's back, took him down, got up, stood over him, and just choked him out with his with his damn bone right here, mm-hmm. just like as if this man Surogan. Is that is a noob? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what it looked like. It looked like as if he he didn't know what he was doing ever. Like he and this man is it's like yeah, he's like it was his first fight or it something. It was like his first fight. That was weird. 
I was listening to our episode that we did. We did an episode a few months ago where we talked about this fight. Right. And I was like, Jones is in for a long night because Cyril Gaon is a fighter. Yep. And he's tough. That's not who he I He made saw. him look like as if he, like he just was some muscle-bound dude who can't move. Was it all Jones or was was it Gaon too, though? Because it felt like, it felt like Gaon just wasn't, himself or something i don't know i think he he was was probably really intimidated is that what it is oh for sure you're right now the way i look at it he looked like he was intimidated almost like you know you know you know you see you probably seen him fight tons of times in your life before you came up cyril so now you see him come up and wait he probably looks really big and you still know he can move i think he just had it in his head like, I don't want this motherfucker to elbow me. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to do any of that wild shit he does because I'm sure Cyril don't want to walk It's embarrassing. Yeah. It is. You're right. So I'm sure he didn't want that. So maybe he was like super reserved so that it wouldn't get into that stuff where, where you know, mm-hmm. where Jones starts using elbows and starts to fuck you Poster up like that. Poster kicks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that probably was just the wrong move because, you know, he, him being so timid. He tried to throw a big shot, overextended. He just took his back, and then he had his mm. way with him. And now we've got Jones versus Stipe that's down the road. Now, I'm going to tell you that I will be going. I'm I'm hoping Stipe. I like John Jones, my guy. I love him. But I really, really, I've liked Stipe for a long time. And that's, I, I, I hope he either gives him a really good fight. If he doesn't win, I hope that he freaking gives him the fight of his life. It feels like uh, John Jones is going for the supervillain role. It feels like he's playing into that because he's making comments that are very like ominous and very like telling Stipe, you know, hey, if uh, if I were you, I wouldn't be wasting time being a firefighter. I'd be training. You don't you don't have time for that. You need to be spending every minute. Get ready for me. I'm like, damn. <laughs> and he's serious. Like he's not like you know he's not barking it. He's just like. Hey, this is the truth. <laughs> you know, you need you need to get ready because I'm coming for your ass. Uh, yeah, Stipe. I, you know, hey, Stipe's a fireman, but you better believe, bro. If a fireman doesn't just, you know, th- there's a lot of stuff they got to go to. Mm-hmm. So go through. So if if he's using any of that fireman stuff as training as well as UFC training, man, Jones, <laughs> bro. From what I seen, you look pretty fat and flabby, and. You know that, and that's nothing wrong with that. But Stipe is, you know, if he he's a fireman, bruh. They yeah. they if he uses any of that training on top of UFC training, bruh, you're gonna be in for a long night. Yeah, and he's another level of strength too, man. Yes, he's, he is like yes, strong. Dude. Yeah, he that's that's his that's part of his job. He has to be strong to to do a lot of things to be a fireman on top of fighting, on top on top of that, and being a good dude. So a lot of times that's why I like him because he's yeah. a good, hard-natured man, you know, works, you know, a freaking job and still doesn't make excuses on how he trains and gets himself to be a champion. Yeah, you're right. So that's why I want to go for him because he's the type of champion that I would be. I would, you know, work hard. My kids see me work. I still train. I fight on top of that and win. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. So that's why I would go with him. That's, that's why when that fight comes... I'm, you know, no hard feelings, Jones, but yeah, of course I'm trying to see Steve Baby become the champ. 
I'm with you, and I think a lot of America is too. And I think Jones might be a little surprised when uh, when he finds out that he's not as popular. Yeah, as that he's Mr. not the Masters. yeah that he's not the favor. Um, and you know, hey, if he loses, then we I would love to see you try to fight him again and take it from him because now we'd see finally that you have somebody who had your number. Now you need to go back and forth with him like you've done to other people. The truth about Jones is if somebody teaches him humility, that might be where he becomes truly unstoppable. For sure. Because if he learns how to be humble and he learns how to see the fault in his ways and his, the faults and the, and is able to go, you know what, I need to fix this. And I, If he's able to do that, oh, my goodness, could you imagine? Yeah, it's always what they say, but, you know. But he's, yeah, he's just too stuck in his, even now he's still stuck in his excuses. He yeah. think he thinks that those DNQs should uh, should be erased since since now the the you know the drug testing has changed. But it's like no, you that was a violation then, so that still is a violation. You know what yeah. I mean? You don't get to go retroactive. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and the crazy thing is that Dana is saying that Ngannou will never fight for UFC again. So all you people yeah. talking that oh we want to see this fight, you need to make it happen. Shut up. Cause it's not gonna happen. Yeah. He's not going. Dana White is not letting Ngannou back into UFC. That he is not letting Jones out. Nope. <laughs> That's so, not happening. <laughs> yeah. So it's just you know that you guys can forget about that. Um, you know, I guess Ngannou with the stand that he took on him, he's not understanding that you can't get paid pay per view numbers if you can't sell a pay per view. Yeah. And that's just that's just logic. Yeah, you know, somebody would not pay you twenties and thirties of millions of dollars just because you're gonna fight if people really don't want to see you fight. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, it's very, it's a bizarre thing when uh, when Dana ha- when Dana and the fighter ultimately end up cutting ties because it doesn't happen a whole lot, but right. when, it, when it does, it's well, when it does, ugly. it's a done deal. Yeah, it so, really is. So yeah, it's a done deal. We won't be seeing that, but we'll see him somewhere. I'm sure, but. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna pop up in Bellator or somewhere like. Yeah, that. I heard. I heard he's boxing. trying to box. Yeah, yeah, he's trying, to, and he might do good there. I, I think he should box. I mean, he's got that's his. He's got that knockout power. I mean, yep. he's got. He probably has to learn a new skill set because he's not. I don't. He's not a traditional boxer. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, he's you very still. Yeah, different. Yeah. So you don't have to. Yeah. You have to learn a whole new. You know, because boxing's all about the footwork, right? Yeah, sir, footwork, you have to build head up movement. From there? Yep. Footwork, head movement. Um, you know, you got to definitely want to, you know, move around, moving that head, you know, getting them foot, getting them feet moving. And he walking around like a tree. Exactly. Just you can't, <laughs> just, walk, you can't just, just walk forward and not be, you know, you got to learn jabbing. <laughs> he looked like the little robots. <laughs> yeah. That's what he looks like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Francis. You ever see me, don't run up yeah, on no. us and punch me yeah, during we're, a live we're recording. Just, we love you, brother. <laughs> we're just playing around. <laughs> what about Kevin? Has he got anything coming up? Huh? Uh, Kevin Holland, he's got anything coming up? Maybe? Um, I think he was, I've been seeing him post that he's he, he's uh, trying to get something going on. Yeah. Just, I don't think there's anything etched in stone because I've already seen the card for the next five. He might be on one of the, you know, maybe he might be on the undercard. For, mm-hmm. for, but I haven't seen him say he has a, a match. Well, where he's at now, he could be like the the last, like he could be the headline of the undercard and still right. make a good payday. Oh yeah, for sure. And still get a lot of it. And yeah. honestly, more people see you. And I would believe that, that he's really just making sure the hand is rested and you know back to normal. And yeah, 
you know, crack people with it again. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's his beat. But I'm sure he de- I mean, he's having fun right now, spending all that money he's got. He cracks me up. Yep. I, I see his videos, and he's just always doing something crazy. Yeah, because we'll be out there, you know, be <laughs> out there having a good time. So he likes Texas, huh? Yeah, that's his place, man. That's where he's at. He's out there, you know. And I think he's opening a gym. I think that's what he's doing right now with some partners of his. Um, so that should be cool, you know. Yeah. See, you know, see him promoting his gym soon, I think. What do you think about this uh, fight house season coming up with Chandler versus uh, Connor? That's gonna be, I'm going to be right there looking for it. I, I guess there's been it. some good drama already. I guess there's been some like major drama. Already, Dang, you know? I cannot wait for that show to come. I've been watching that uh, the year that uh, Dana White slap thing. That that oh yeah, that's a it's a good show, man. Really? Oh yeah, those guys. Whew, they have the little fight house. They be getting into it, and then they gotta you know going in their matches. Oh, so each it, other the fuck out is weird. So it's a reality show it on is. top of the slapping. Yes, I didn't. Okay, it's so that funny. adds an element that makes me because if it was just straight up slap and slap, I probably wouldn't like it. Right now, like as it like watching the videos, and I'm not gonna lie, when the videos go on, I'll look, I'll watch it. All right, for sure. But it's not like like I I also at the same time feel like it's a very bizarre store, sport. Yeah, when you, like you got to have something really wrong. Like I know a lot of fighters who I think are normal people that that got a little screw loose, like a comedian. We're normal people who got a little screw loose, but to, to go out there and let somebody slap you undefended, you got to have some major screws and brackets. Watch the TV show. You can see some crazy. I can only imagine their house, the house that they're in. They. They know I put them in. It's crazy. They go through training and everything. They show you it all. Yeah? It's, it's cool. Do they train for the defense of it? <laughs> like they teach you, them, yeah. How, yeah, how you just absorb the blow? Yeah, they teach them all kinds of stuff. They like, you know, they hit them with stuff. And this you know, they got you, jaw like, training, neck training. This is how you keep your head from exploding. <laughs> all that. It's crazy. It's, it's cool, though. you enjoy it if you see it. <laughs> Are there a few dudes where you're like, Man, I can't wait to see this dude get cracked? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, there's this one kid on there. He's young. He's probably like, he's a youngster. His name is Static. He slaps the fuck out of people. I mean, he slaps them so hard that they just don't know where they're at. And it would be nice to see him get slapped the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he's good. So I want to see somebody slap his ass out. Yeah. Slap him on the ground. Like, oh, like, yeah, you finally got what you deserve, buddy. It's always good to see. It's always good to see somebody who's really cocky put in their place. Oh, there's a guy there. His name was the Hand of God. That motherfucker was slapping people's mouths off. He got he got slapped. He lost his round. He lost the one of the matches that he was going because he was like undefeated at first, and then um, then he finally he lost. But he, that was the Hand of God. He was slapped the shit out of people. Weird old dude with missing teeth, long hair. <laughs> Looks like a stoner. Ooh, he'd go like ooh ooh. <laughs> It was great. So, yeah. Well, that sounds interesting. I might have to check it out. Check it out, bro. <laughs> I was talking about the uh, the the you know the cocky dudes and how like you, ever, you don't mind seeing them fall. See, I, this isn't a popular opinion. I know that, but I was always ready to see Spider Man Silva get knocked out. Like I was always ready because of the way he did the. You know, yeah. where he didn't really fight a lot of times, where it was like, oh, I'm a head on point, so I'm not going to fight anymore. Like yeah. that kind of, like, I was always just kind of like, man, I want to see somebody crack his ass. And then he did, he got cracked in the jaw. I forgot who it was who was doing that. And he just knocked him out. 
Yeah, because he was he uh, dropped he, him. and he was goofing around. That's yeah. why he did that thing he said. He was goofing around. He got socked. Yeah, and then he uh, and he had the thing with Weidman with the leg. Yep. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, that was never a, forget that. Ever. That that I, that was very when I went back to watching after because I bought that it was I actually bought the the pay per view, um, and then I deleted it. I was like, I'll never watch it again. Even though I think there was undercard fights that I really there were good fights. But that was just so sad. That yeah. was just to see it in that way. It was sad when it happened to Connor too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Anytime that happens, anytime where it's like a just a freak thing where you're like, dude, come on. Even if it's something that you don't see, but when you when it's visual and you can actually see the injury, it's a totally different. It's horrible. Yeah. I just visited it right now, and I'm just kind of getting <laughs> yeah. a weird little. Oh. Yeah, you can't unsee it. Oh, no. It's horrible. <laughs> But yeah, it's you want the fighters to be healthy, and you want them to have. But that's also part of the fight. That's it's part of the game. It is. That's your your ex, the whole thing is. I'm gonna dig and I'm gonna expose weaknesses, and sometimes a weakness is a femur. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Damn. No, that was gonna happen. I did not know. I went to kick him and broke my fucking leg. <laughs> I went to inflict pain on him, and look at me now. There's a lot of uh, local promotions popping up. Like, not local like 805 necessarily, but local right. LA promotions. I know that a lot of the um, the Northern California promotions are going to start doing more down here. Like the Uriah Faber has some fights that I think are coming down. I know for sure that uh, the Diaz brothers, the, their, their fight promotion. Right. They're going to have a, a fight or two over at the... Excuse me, the Commerce Casino. I don't know. What's oh, I going cannot on wait. Oh, this part of my body right now, but no, <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, so they've got and so they've got their promotion, which is like a, I can't remember what it was called, but it's you know, they, but they've been doing whole tough fights. Up I there. think it's Tuff. Might be. Yeah, Something it might like be. It might yeah. be. Yeah. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff. So we're gonna we're gonna start. It's gonna hanging be awesome to see. Oh, you better believe because you know we we you know we we're. We're special over at that commerce. <laughs> Should be a good one. Get over there and talk to them. Oh yeah. How about any of the any of the local fighters? You know, got anything going on? Any anything coming up at the shoe mash or anything like that? Not um. So, not not yet. I I was just at shoe mash this last week. They're gonna be having a boxing match and MMA matches up there coming in the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I have some friends who are, you know, they're tied in with the promoters out there. So I'm hoping they reach out to me and or my gym, try to get some of our guys on their cards they have out there. You know, that place is nice. You know, I went out there and actually seen it. It's pretty cool. So I'm hoping we can get some of our guys on those cards out there. How far of a drive is that for us? It was an hour and freaking 10 minutes or something. Oh, that's not too bad. Mm-mm. That's less than It's a nice ride, too. It's, oh, it's pretty? Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice ride up there. It's really cool. Um, gonna be going back there to play the bingo, which is really cool. People win a lot of money. Um, yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of people win money just for being stupid and being able to play bingo. I tried to win, I didn't, but I was close. I was close several times. Be careful, man. That's how they get you. Is they make you think you're close all the time? For sure. And you start going back all the time, fucking getting raked. Uh, I was hoping I could find. I was looking to see if I could see Chris's uh, more uh, the the last fight poster he has posted oh, okay. from uh, February. So, um, but yeah, I did too. But I know that he's got something coming up here in a couple of weeks. 
Yeah, that's freaking crazy, man. Yeah. That's so cool. I want to get up there. I want us to get, that'd be really cool if we can get something going up there and, you know, kind of help them do some broadcasting and stuff like that. Yes, that's true. I know that we have some things in the works. Hopefully that, you know, me and you'll be able to take this to the next level. So, yeah, everybody stay tuned, man. Yeah. Stay tuned. No question about it. A lot of sure. great things, a lot of moving parts, a lot of things going in positive directions. Uh, sometimes it's just, uh, it could be overwhelming and you go, okay, go just take a breath. Yeah. Look at how far we've come, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. So one step at a time, we're going to keep this together. You know what I'm saying? We love, me and you love doing this for people, and we love conversating about this whole sport. Uh, MMA to comedy, just in general, it's, you know, the walkout has been, has become um, something where we are able to speak in the manner of sports in general because mm-hmm. um, there's just so many things tied into it, um, you know, and, you know, of course, we started MMA, speaking about MMA and comedy, but it has turned into uh, so much more. Um, and I love it. That's, that's you know, a great thing. Me too. I always look forward to when we sit down. I always enjoy it. I think the time goes by way too fast. For sure. And that goes for when we're not on the mic. When we're hanging out and we spend time together, it goes yeah. by really fast. Yep. <laughs> it's, you know, that's just one of those things when you're, um, it's like that family feel where you just, you know. Time flies when you're yeah, fun. That's it. And, um, you know, but, I, and when we go uh, long amounts of time without doing a show like when we when we miss oh, an episode yeah. or two i get emails and i get messages i get messages from a lot of our fighter friends from commerce that are like hey man what's going on we've yeah, been waiting for an episode to pop for... up yeah you know a lot of times it's not pop up because i forget to post it so keep sending me those messages i do absolutely love them i do because it, it's encouraging you yeah, know if sure. i if because I mean, I'm somebody that I get way too many things going. I'm, at, once I get past this um, this sports expo, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna um, sit down with you, and I'm gonna sit down with like DMV Mike and some of the people that I really am close to, and I right. want to find out like where I can tighten things up and maybe not overextend myself in certain things, and maybe figure out okay, which which branches are you nurturing that are just sucking up water? Right. You know what I mean? Let's, let's trim those branches and let's let the, let's let the branches that are giving us fruit, let's let those flourish. And I, and that's kind of what, kind of what I want to do. I want to sit down with the people who really matter to me and kind of like, hopefully piece that all together. <laughs> What's up, bro? I'm with that. Yeah. So that, Cause we do, we have like a, a really good group of people. Like we're, you're surrounded by great people. I'm surrounded by great people. We're really blessed. Yeah. We're very lucky. 100%. And I think that we're in a unique position where the world's changing and we, we're we in a position to do really cool things. Like, it's not it's not the way it used to be where you're like, well, dad was a painter. I'm going to be a painter. Yeah. No, we have pandemics that totally change the way restaurants are run. We have, you know, it revives something it revives a, a hobby sports card it revived a bunch of hobbies but sports cards it's true was dead and covid re you know revitalized it wow bro you know that's I mean? so cool yeah something that you thought was going away mm-hmm. is coming it's coming back and that, it's probably a great feeling and comedy comedy COVID yeah tried to kind of stomp it away and now it's it's coming back, back heavy. stronger than ever yeah and it's all these things and it's like the 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 universe is allowing 
room for creativity to, to, to kind of like help you pave a way. So I'm so lucky to have creative people like you in my life so we can just do this all together. Cause it's get it going a great on. thing. Yeah. So, all right. And what do we have? Okay. Let's, let's, uh, before we get out of here, I do want to go over the, the classes that are going over there at progressive martial arts. And let's, first of all, let's tell people where they can find the studio at DMV. Mike actually drove by today. He goes, Hey, you know what? Um, he used to go there for something else, and he goes, um, "This da 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 is a mixed martial arts studio now." And I said, "I said, is it progressive martial arts?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "Dude, that's Mark's. <laughs> that's Mark's yeah. studio. That's what's <laughs> up." He, goes, he said, "Should I drop him off some flyers?" And I go, "No, I think Mark has flyers." <laughs> no, yeah, but you guys always know that. Yes, I'm able to promote at. I'll put them up. Oh, are you? Oh, I'll let you bring some with you some. then. <laughs> yes, I can put them up for <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure, I'm gonna take some. Um, but that's and, hilarious. But yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll put them up. So. Uh, 2485 East Main Street. That's where we are. Uh, you know, classes Monday, Mondays, Mondays, Wednesdays, um, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, classes are definitely open um, to the public. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays are kids classes during the day, which those are start at 430. Um, our other classes during the week uh, start at 530. And, you know, there's a 530, 630, 630, uh, on the weekends, Saturdays and Sundays, those classes start at 930. Um, yeah, come in. We are, you know, we are open. We are taking kids classes now. We are uh, having seminars. We always are doing something different um, to keep, you know, of course, our students and outside people as well interested in the martial arts. So um, you guys have two free classes anytime you're new. Um, and if you are interested, hit us up. Um, you can, same thing, Progressive Martial Arts of Ventura on Instagram. Uh, send us a message, and we will get back to you for sure. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm, and I'm going to have the kids get it, get with you and get some training. I can't wait for that. Right. The kids ask about you like every time I see them now. They're like, oh, where's our buddy Mark at? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep, for sure. Every time Tommy gets a new piece of equipment, he goes, hey, do you think Mark would like this? I'm like, yeah, Mark would think that's the coolest thing ever, kid. <laughs> yeah, man, I need to hang out with my bro. So as soon as possible, we get us together. Yeah, most definitely. Well, cool. Other than that, we have our Seaside Collective. Expo. I doubt that we're going to be able to get together before then. Um, we probably will get together before then, but I don't know if we're going to be able to record. But we will probably, hopefully, do some recording at the at the Seaside Studios. We're going to we're right. going to have some okay. stuff set up there. Cool. Um, do some fun stuff, and uh, you're going to sign some autographs. Hopefully, I think. I right? Already know I'm down, <laughs> and we got a. Uh, you know, we're just going to have a really good time. So come on out. Um, free autographs from Olden Polonies, NBA great Mark the Menace Young the uh podcasting yeah, and sure. fighter great and i get and i'm just so excited about all the things that you've got going on and the the shop and all that dude i'm Thank so you, excited i can't, can't i hope i can sleep tonight yeah gonna, <laughs> we're, we're gonna keep this like, thing going yeah, on man like <laughs> yeah for sure but anyways right, thank you so much for listening to the walkout again thanks bro thank you so much thank for coming you, over and sitting down it's always so much fun to sit down with you and uh, i look forward to seeing what this next step brings to us man good times brother all right thanks for listening to the walkout on the giggles live radio network mm.